We are Mike and Amanda, voice actors, co-founders of The VoiceOver School, and parents to our boys, Beck and Trace. Hello. Hi. Our road to success has been unconventional, uncharted, and unique. Built on a drive for achievement, resilience, courage, personal growth, and above all else, a commitment to lifelong learning. Grow with us as we talk with inspiring, creative, purpose-driven leaders from all walks of life. This is the Mike and Amanda Method. Intentional, yet, yet unconventional. Welcome to officially the first episode of the Mike and Amanda Method. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for being here today with us. Uh, as you might be able to guess, I'm Amanda. And I'm Mike. Yeah. And this is our technically our first ever combined episode. Yeah. So right now our kids are upstairs watching a 44-minute episode of Paw Patrol. So we got to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to it. Uh, funny. Um, okay. So what is the Mike and Amanda Method? Okay. So the Mike and Amanda Method, um, I believe, is just... Um, it's, it's, we say it in the intro, it's, it's unconventional yet intentional. Yeah. You know, like, um, we set goals, we deal with the self-work and allow intuition to guide us. And it's led us down some very interesting paths at times, mm -hmm. but ultimately it's always led to a greater and greater expression of who and what we are. Yeah. And yeah, we've, we've made some pretty silly choices if you look back yeah. along the way, but I think that what we're doing you know, has really empowered us to, to put us where we are right now and, and why we're successful as a, a corporation, as a voiceover team. And right. now we're expanding into different aspects that are really our passions that are really firing us up. Yeah. Like, do you think we're soulmates? I do. I yeah. do. I, I've heard like, you know, there's something about having a spiritual relationship, so to mm -hmm. speak, where it's not necessarily, you know, all glitz, glamour, calmness, roses. Right. Where it's a little bit gritty. It's a little bit... Uh, tough at times, you know, you go through that work, but ultimately, I believe it's why we're here. We're, we're trying to evolve as beings. Yeah. And you and I are just very good reflective mirrors for each other to to find out where we need to grow, where we need to, yeah. to do the work. Yeah, it's funny because you said gritty and we wanted to call that. We actually were Googling grit and grace. We wanted to call that. Yeah, such a good title. It's a great, it's a great title because it's like, yeah, we have that like grit and then, you know, there is some grace. But I've always been, I think, a gritty person. And I, I, you know, I strive for grace. But I think it's like, <laughs> you know, I've always just been, um, I don't know, like trying to achieve the next thing and always have like goals. And I do feel that like, we met for a reason because, I don't know, you almost calm me down a little bit. I feel like there's a definite, you know, yin yang situation where you your mind is always active. Mm -hmm. You're always trying to think of the next thing, which is incredible. You're extremely creative. But sometimes, and, and you know, that can be a, a bad thing sometimes because you, you don't, you know, you're always spinning. You, maybe it seems like you're never happy with where you're at. Mm -hmm. um, but I find that I balance you where it's a little bit more, you know, let's slow it, slow it down a little bit. Let's right. think about the logistics. And I think even in the past year, we've really come a long way in even developing that relationship to where, we continue striving for our goals, setting new goals, mm -hmm. but doing it at a bit more appropriate pace. We've done some pretty crazy extending ourselves activities over mm -hmm. the last couple of years. Like, yeah. For example, you know, moving. Oh. How many times have we moved since we met? How many times? Well, we've moved probably, I don't know, six times, seven times no, more. more than that. Really? Well, we've bought three houses. How many <laughs> houses did we buy? 
We two, bought, we bought two, two homes, sold two homes. Oh, we have a Palm Springs home. Right, we haven't so sold we that yet. We have three yet. homes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we did move a lot. And I kind of take the blame for that a little bit because I do feel that in my heart, I um, always feel unsettled and I'm working on it. And that's, you know, part of my like healing as a person and a spiritual being on the planet. But I was, um, yeah, like, oh, well, if we do this, then, then I'll be happy. Then, oh, if we get to that, then I'll be happy. Because what we did was, I loved, I love Vancouver. Like we were living in Vancouver, had a great place. It was, we moved here very quickly after we met. Yeah, we met like, in Regina. It was a matter of then, months. Yeah. And, and then we I, I knew I had to come back out to the West Coast. Uh, you know, there's a long story of, you know, my history and Mike's history, how we met and got to Vancouver. But we, we talked about that in, did we? in the but last A little episode. bit, yeah. In our, in our breakdown, almost broke up episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which was technically on your old podcast. Yeah. We're, we're rebranding. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah it's innocent. a lot. We had a lot to talk about. <laughs> but um, We only have uh, 41 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paw Patrol. So <laughs> I... I wanted to, okay, so I thought like Saskatchewan would make us happy. And I, you know, we found that house in Warman and I always- Immediately I, fell in love with I that I feel thing. like I'm really good at like justifying things to you. Like, well, we need to do this because then we'll have this and this and this and, you know, and then- But, you know, me being the more logical, maybe, like in my more head, it, <laughs> more in my head logical, it did, I was able to, you know- Made sense. Justify it as well. Yeah. And it definitely- Looking back at it, seemed like more of a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, although there were some really good things that came out of it, and so, it, and it, I mean, the main reason was because you know we were pregnant with Beck, and and that we, flipped our we wanted to be around family, and, and we thought that's what we had to do. Yeah, yeah, and ultimately, you know, it was great to have family around, but the West Coast was just you know yeah, just th- calling this us. Is just this is our ho- this is yeah this is working for us. So you know, it's been a lot of. You know, here we are. This, this, like, this is why we call it the Mike and Amanda method because it's um, a very uh, sporadic, but also, yes, we always we've reached our goals. Like, if we think back, you know, we lived in a basement suite and you like know, six hundred bucks a month, could barely together. afford, could barely afford it. And yeah. I always dreamed of the things that, like, you know, oh, one day, uh, wouldn't it be cool to be able to afford the organic food or whatever. And, and here we are like 12 years later, um, have had a lot of success in our industries that we've chosen and, and living a creative life, which is such a blessing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that quote where it's like 10 years ago, you dreamed of where you would be is, is very true for us because I dreamed of this. Like I couldn't imagine us having, you know, two kids and, you know, a vacation home and living in a a really nice home here. And a voiceover school. And a voiceover school. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. We never really considered ourselves teachers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, through an experiment, through a plan, through insight, like uh, intuition, we put this thing together. Yeah. And again, unconventional. It was it was a, I'm going to say treacherous year. Yeah. Where we just completely shifted gears in directions that we necessarily didn't want to. Yeah. But it was necessary. It seemed like. Part of the growth. Part of the growth, even with going through the homes, going through the, the experience of kids, going through all the moves and all the experiences, it's, it's ultimately been taking us forward, even though it's been challenging at times. Mm-hmm. But I think you need those challenging times to test your personality, to to um, to help the change, mm-hmm. you know, and to bring about patterns. Like we, we noticed, we finally noticed a pattern mm-hmm. of, of wanting to move to where the grass is greener. Yeah, where we right? thought, yeah. And 
like we've learned a lot along the way, but now finally we've kind of woken up to that. And now we're trying to, you know, plant some, plant some roots. Yeah. And, and keep and, pushing. And if we have that uh, inkling to move or if something's looking good, then <laughs> it's it like... The, the one-year itch? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I have the one-year itch for moving. It's so funny. We search point to homes oh, and yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh, it's we're at eight months. Yeah, I eight months. we have to move. <laughs> I, I honestly, there was a stretch where oh, we moved yeah. more than once a year, I think. Oh, that's awful. But we're, we what we're learning and I'm I'm learning too that it's it's my distraction, but... If you want to, if you want to achieve big goals, you need to have a little bit of stability so you can focus on what you want to do, and and so you can take risks more comfortably. And that's part of the distraction, right? It's like, oh well, we got to move, we got to pack, we got to get the. So then it, it's it takes you away from digging into the uncomfortableness of actually getting something really meaningful done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know, with my course, that was one of the most meaningful things that I've ever done. Your Insight Timer course. My Insight Timer course. And I feel so proud of that. And I feel like, oh, I see what work is. Like, obviously, with (laughs) with voice acting, I've been so such a hard worker and, and, you know, like so like tenacious and dedicated to the craft. But I I seen this other side of me um, with with this writing and, and it's hard work. Like it's you have to, you know, consciously make the choice. Like I'm going to, to get up at 5 a.m. Yeah, it's focus and it's it's eliminating distractions. I think that's hmm. the number one thing. I, I saw a speech, um, just like two seconds of a speech, I think it was on Instagram stories where it's like success is literally doing the things that you say you're going to do even when you don't want to, Yeah, which would mean, you know, either going to the gym or writing at 5 a.m. or on those days and I've been slacking and, you know, some of those areas where it's like getting up and getting to the gym or, so it's like, I really need to hunker down and obviously be like easy on myself and give mm-hmm. myself like. And that's part of the method, yeah. right? Like th- that's, that's the goal, <laughs> yeah. right? It is the self-discipline because, you know, when you make those choices or neglect to make those choices, it can be a big difference in self-confidence. It can yeah. be a big difference of, of just your energy level, mm-hmm. beating yourself up. But, you know, the thing about the method is there's no such thing as perfection. You know, yeah, um, true. there's always, there's always backslides. It happens, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's part of the human experience. It's almost like a, like a, well, it's like a graph or a slingshot or, you know, it's just like you pull back and then you right. go forward and you have those times. And yeah, I definitely, you know, cause I, I do have like some, you know, health issues that like we can get into in another time, but just like um, dealing with like my my head is like foggy at times and and it's just hard for me to it's concentrate. Been, it's been a couple of years. Now. Yeah, it's been two years of this, and uh, so so then I just I literally wake up and I have days where it's just like so freaking hard to go to the gym and or you know focus on something. But I know that that part of my work and it's funny I just read a uh, post that Lisa texted on self care and burnout and going too hard and being a working mom and multitasking and doing mm-hmm. a million things at once. I honestly think like my number one goal is to just give myself some some grace and some um some love and- forgiveness and and you know take time for myself yeah. and and do things that make me feel good like things that I love to do are hiking outside in the woods. It's like when I'm in the woods and I'm walking I just I feel like so connected and, you know, you can kind of feel like a vibrant energy of being out there and it's just so healing. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, meditating or like a kind of meditation classes or yoga. Workshops. 
yeah, like workshops that um, are moving you forward. Sometimes I, if, if I've done workshops where it hasn't been like it feels more like work and it's then you get home and it's like, wow, that was kind of just more work than. But, you know, but so it's like taking workshops as well with a right. grain of salt. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't have to sign up for everything because you think it's going to be the, the healing. You know, this thing is you what's going to make you finally stick to your plan. Yeah. Or feel inspired enough to pick a direction. Right. Or, and that's something that I do as well. Sorry, I'll, I'll no, let, let you have the floor. We've come up with some pretty hilarious ideas. Yeah. On, But we've taken action. Yeah. You know, like from where, like, I'll think back to one of the first workshops we ever did. It was T. Harvecker, I believe. Oh, yeah. That we did together. It was, a, it was the million dollar, million, millionaire mm-hmm. mindset. Oh, yeah. It's good, though. And, and it is because yeah. it, it got us thinking about, like, affirmations, energy, stuff like that, dip, chain, like, just observing the relationship with money. And that's that's such an outward, visible relationship. Yeah. You know, so it's a good place to start when you're working on self-work because there's a lot of more subtle, you know, patterns that you're working with. T.R. Becker, that, that I mean, that uh, workshop really did change us because don't you think we had awareness and, and you still have those affirmations, like those money magnet affirmations in your wallet. in my wallet, yeah. You should read them. Like, where's your wallet? You should, I don't know. Because... Those have been with us for like 12 years. And I remember T. Harvecker talking about, um, what was it, uh, passive income. I, yeah. I, I didn't even know what passive income was. I didn't know it was a thing. And I was like, well, what what kind of passive income could we have? I, I have no idea. And it, it kind of bugged me because I knew that they're mm-hmm. like. Well, we were so service-based, right? Like at the time, I was still working on oil rigs. And then I just found a, a job in Vancouver installing glass right you were waitressing bartending yeah bartending it's like how do we were we still doing that for that workshop it's like how do we you were were voice acting um a a little bit oh i don't know maybe i think we were we were oh oh, right and so it was very early in your voiceover career so it was like well how the heck do you turn a a rig career and a part-time voiceover thing into passive income yeah and it was just like it was it was like frustrating but the cool thing was we did receive inspiration because mm-hmm. we did a lot of self-work. We did a lot of um, yeah. af- affirmations. We did, we did a lot of meditations. Yeah. We listened to, you know, positive podcast, um, J.B. Glossinger. Yeah, Mike in the Morning. Coach. Or Mike in the Morning. Yeah, You're Mike my, in the Morning. Well, I'm Mike uh, morning in the Morning. Coach. That, that was a good one too. But morning <laughs> Coach. He's still <laughs> doing it, which is incredible. But we put a lot yeah, we of love work JB. On, on, the, on the forward thinking. And we did get inspired. You were doing a blog. Yeah. Right. You were doing a blog Tomboy that was starting that to get a lot, of, a lot of success. You were getting sponsorships. Yeah, I got you were a invited free Vitamix that we still have. Yeah, we still That's have awesome. the Vitamix. I got a Vitamix for my blog um, just to talk about uh, making smoothies and yeah, That's and incredible. Healing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was inspired to do a podcast at the time, Mike in the Morning, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. And I had over a hundred episodes, mm-hmm. and I remember having this was eight nine years ago, having the inspiration. I didn't have any experience in voiceover, but I was like, you should do a voiceover school. Mm-hmm. You should you do some sort that. of course. And I, and I got annoyed because I didn't <laughs> you feel... You always got annoyed because you, uh-huh. you didn't know the logistics of it, right? Well, and I felt like, who am I to teach? I didn't feel right. like... And maybe that just comes with uh, time. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't feel like... Well, you were so fresh in it. You weren't... You were still waitressing and bartending, When right? you When you said do a school, at that point, I think I was like full-time and, and doing really well um, at okay, the time. Okay, so you'd quit... Yeah, your other job. but I still did not feel, even if back then I remember I would get asked to go on podcasts, like, I, and from your blog, 
no, from voice voiceovers. Oh, like yeah. I got asked to be on voiceover and I had like such anxiety and social ang- like anxiety about talking to people about it because I didn't feel like, well, I'm not really it yet. Like yeah. I'm not a voice actor yet. So yeah. I, people would ask me and, and have these opportunities and I wouldn't do it. I, I froze up because I didn't think I was like worthy to talk about it. And now like, you know, maybe because I'm 41 and getting over <laughs> myself. I, it's just a different perspective. Yeah. Right? It's a different like perception. now. And I think too, when you're uh, like becoming an expert at something or wanting to um, talk about something that you, you know, you know a lot about, it's, it's just the realization to me, it's the realization that nobody knows what the heck they're doing in this life. <laughs> Nobody really Nobody knows. knows what's going on. So if you in, in general, if you just think about that and and then it's just like having the the confidence in yourself to stand and talk about it cuz you know maybe cuz I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've you know been really involved in like trying to grow as a person and heal in business that I I learn I'm learning that we are smart as we are as smart as everyone else and we are as um you know innovative or yeah, and, creative and worthy to speak worthy. about something. Yeah. So I I find that that's a really uh an eye opener for me. So now it's like, yeah, if you want me to talk about voiceovers? You ask me, I have the answer. Because this is my this is this is the way I did it. This is the way we did it and heck, if we can, you know, afford our lifestyle and having such blessings because of the business, like how could I not talk about it? Like obviously that worked for us. So, you know. I think just back to the inspirations though, um, 10 years later, nine years later, we have a voiceover school. Mm -hmm. You know, so I I feel like putting in the self-work, we were getting inspired by our passions. Yeah. And, you know, when we had kids, that kind of shifted things. Right. Shakes things up for sure. It totally shifted things. But it did, you know, it's still... Cause some creative business ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this no, is I- honestly like, cause, cause we're very much, um, we'll allow the in- intuition mm-hmm. to guide us. We get excited and we usually take action, mm-hmm. which is, I, I think, a huge, uh, an incredible trait. But sometimes it hasn't panned out. And it's really bad ideas, right? <laughs> so, so I'll share one. One honestly, of your bad ideas? This is this one of your worst business ideas. Might have been my worst business idea. Oh yet. My gosh. Actually, I'll say two. Okay, you got two. So one of the, you know, at the time when we were pregnant, um, I was trying to figure out, you know, through trends, through if there's some sort of way you could figure out what the gender was going to be. Mm. I, I don't know why. It didn't really matter. But I was just, I, you know, something about the unknown. I just wanted to know. Yeah. So I could plan. And so I figured I could combine all this and do it on my own. And 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 I bought a, a URL called babygendergess.com. <laughs> and I was like, this is a breakthrough idea. Like oh no one's gosh. thought of this before. I'm going to put all these different tests and see which one is the most accurate. Right. And people are going to just love this. And then like days later, yeah. weeks later, it's just like, this is not, I'm not excited about this. Or you can just go to the doctor and get the... Yeah, the, you, you, you know, the, the ultrasound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it's appropriate. Yeah. So was, you, oh, and then there was one more. When another I was st- bad idea. Yeah, starting to try to uh, promote myself as a voice actor. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I, I wanted to brand myself. Right. And this was pretty innovative. Yeah. But calling myself fit for VO. Right. This is at the time that I was doing, I think, my first physique show. Yeah. So I was like, feeling all ripped and muscular. I'm like, fit. For, for VO, VO, you know, and so then, you got fitforvo.com. Yes, fitforvo.com oh and .ca. Oh yeah, and so I had this like image of this like, you know, ab guy, 
right. next to my title. Oh my God. I, oh, and geez. I thought it was a great idea, but you know what? I you know I thought it might have left sour taste in people's mouths. Right, like you're like I'm. Ooh, I'm right. I'm in shape. Big deal. Yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> still learning as a voice actor. Yeah, it doesn't matter what, it you, doesn't look matter like. what you look like. <laughs> as long as the voice sounds good. But, well, I so rem- I dropped that too. One of my bad URLs. I mean, I still have it, and it's like it could be cool, but it's really I don't know. It, it was kind of a combination of wellness and spirituality, and then not giving a shit, and it was. The URL was wholeheartedbitch.com. Yeah. And so, um, I yeah. see potential in that. Yeah. But I don't know if it, does it fit your brand today? Yeah, I don't think so. Cause like it's, it's about really owning that. And I don't, to me, I don't really want to own like the bitch thing. You know, I, I think my, You're, I'm too nice. You do that enough at home. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I, I say I'm too nice. And then you say I do that enough at home. But yeah, it's, you know, we all have our sides. But, um, I, I think because for me in in this arena of you know self help and personal development, which is pretty new to you, like, yeah, like yeah. as far as like actually being a, being a creator and a and a teacher, yeah, like it's literally been like a year since your first yeah meditation on well, Insight Timer. Well, let's let's rewind though, because like eight years ago, I was writing meditations. That's right. You yeah. did have a guided meditation on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so so again, it's it's funny how things because then I got pregnant and the kids came and, and it was like years passed. It's like almost half a million views, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it was that's a sign too that that's interesting. This is I didn't realize I full didn't circle. Think about that. It's not like boom, I just decided to do this. Right. I have been uh, active in you know dreaming Creating it that. up and putting it out there. But yeah, as far as like a brand for myself, I, yeah, the wholehearted bitch just doesn't really work for me. So. I'm I'm actually I'm really into personal branding right now. I've kind of like fallen into it, and I've you know looked at different people I could work with and whatnot. But uh, you've never really <clears throat> technically came up with your own branding. Never thought so, about it. That's like, such a, it's like a a term that people know. You know, like what's your branding? But I, I never really like connected with well as a person. Like, yeah. What's my brand as a person? Because I've always just kind of sat behind the services. Yeah. I'm a voice actor. Well, and the reason that brand? I got into like personal branding and trying to figure out like who I am is uh, because I'm doing different things now. Like I'm not just a voice actor. Right. You know, we've got the school, I'm a meditation teacher, podcasting. So it's, we're doing all these things. And I was getting confusion about like, well, I'm a voice actor. I can't be a meditation teacher. It's going to like confuse everyone, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then I learned about personal branding and it's like, so that's your thing. And then, and it's all it's new to me. you as a person. Yeah. And it's funny how I've never even thought about it before. Like, I am not a business person. I am not. Like, but I don't want to say I'm not because I am and I have businesses, but my mind isn't like a sales person. Like, I don't... It's not business first. It's creative first. Exactly. It's like I'm very creative and can come up with the ideas. But then as far as like marketing it or selling it or packaging it, like... You've never really done that. No. So it's... This is a fun thing for me in 2020. And um, my URL is going to be missamandasellers.com. Perfect. Yeah, so I like it because Amanda Sellers is taken. Annoying, but... <laughs> I, I wonder if you could buy it from her. Oh, I don't know. Some graphic designer from England. She's got the... Is she good at least? I hope so. I don't know. I've never <laughs> checked it out. But uh, so what are some of your goals for 2020? So my, like, not... I'll let you talk. Don't no, worry. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, so my goal is getting my website done. Um, your Miss, Miss Amanda, Miss Amanda Sellers. Sellers. And... Well, should I tell like my other big Do thing? It. I am writing a book. I'm, you are writing a book. Yeah. It's it's funny because, you know, you have those kind of 
fears or doubts like, well, what makes me worthy to write a book? Like, why should I like when other people like Jessica Simpson just came out with her book that everyone's buying? Like, what? Like, who wants to read my book, Little Amanda? But uh, Little Amanda. <laughs> Um, medium size <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that because you're like she's a star yeah. she's gone through so much thing this right. crazy addiction thing that she's right. coming out about it's like well what makes you an interesting story right but it in and, and then it's realizing like that doesn't matter like I'm I'm writing my book for you know say the the three people that will read it and that it will help because I have gone through a lot in my life and I have overcome a lot and I do feel that I have like um a powerful message and one day, I want my kids to have this book on their shelf. That makes me cry. So keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, PG thirteen. Remember we went for coffee and I told you one of like my stories, and you're like, uh, "Yeah, maybe don't put that in your maybe book. Don't lead with that foot." <laughs> so no, and and that's you know I I don't want to be overly critical because if if it feels resonating to you, then I want you to share it. But right, you know, regardless of what the kids think of it, you in know, ten years, I'm kind of one of those moms like. I don't care what my kids know because, you know. It's like, why, like, why secrets? Yeah, they know I'm crazy. Th there's certain things they don't need to know at the age of four and seven. Yeah, that's but, true. <laughs> but, but, you know. Yeah. I, I do feel like even with my parents, like, now I'm in my 30s, mid-30s, and I can talk to them about stuff that, like, regular people stuff, Right, You know, yeah. like, talk about relationship issues and stuff like that. So it's like. It's not a big deal. Yeah, like it's fun having a margarita with my mom and finding out some stuff about her. <laughs> Get her another one. Ask her more questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To the um, bottom. No, yeah, like so. The so this book that I'm writing is um, is for for my kids, for myself, and you know, for maybe a select few. But no, I'm gonna dream big because I do want to get. I I do feel like I could have a you know a publisher and go that route. Like I I'm believing in myself that I'm stepping into this role. I, I truly feel that there are so many books out there that are based on the same principles. Yeah. But the individual who shares them may resonate differently with different people. Yeah. So I think that, you know, like there's no new information out there. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, yes, there's there are certain scientific discoveries like, you know, Joe Dispenza is doing like some right. serious hard medical searching on like meditation and how it affects the body and frequencies and stuff like that. But like as far as the... What, what do they call it at Agape? The the old thought, no, old old wisdom, new thought, mm. something like that. Where it's like, this is this information's been around, but it's yeah. how it relates to you yeah. and your stories right. about them. Yeah. And I think that makes you relatable. And I think that it'll be even bigger and more successful than you could even imagine. Well, that's I, I thank you for that. As um, long as I get to write the forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you Disclaim write the forward. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least the... Uh, Prologue or something like that. Prologue. I'll, I'll put, or you could just dedicate you, it. You know, I should let Beck, write, Beck and Trace write the, oh, no. the forward. No, they're they'll so just, cute. They'll just have emojis. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, go mom, go mom. Our go mom's mom. cool. So, okay, so what are your goals? Back to that. So, yeah. so the book, that's your main yeah. goal and Wait, only goal or do you, you got know, some more stuff? Like my goal for this year, I had all these ideas. I was going to, you know, do all this training in Nashville for personal branding and public speaking and putting myself out there and, or, you know, I just... I think I just need to like, like just take some deep breaths and I want to write my book and I just want to be like gentle on myself without like overbooking myself and, you know, obviously continue moving forward and do some work with the voiceover school, do another uh, launch of that, um, like a guided launch. Right now you can purchase the voiceover school. It's, it's 
evergreen, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, anyone can buy it and you're part of the group, but like just one that's really supported where we work with them and listen to their audio on the go and stuff like that. So we'll do that again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just, you know, it's like just breathing and, and just being as zen as possible, but also just checking off my, my goals. I, I think with you being so driven and creative, it's, it's, it's a challenge and it's hard work for you it to is. try to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important because I think that, you know, with, with health conditions and stuff, I think that, you know, a lot of healing is, is mental healing, like physical yeah. healing is mental healing. And you've, you've really stepped into that meditation, the self-work back into it again. Right. You know, it's it, like not the first time since kids, but just like really taking yeah. it more seriously. Yeah. It's important. I mean, even on this last week, I haven't been that great with it. I've been kind of like on the backslide. So I'm feeling like I really need it. I really need to get up and, and meditate and get outside. That's the cool thing about the practice. And yeah. Like, practice like that is that when you get off it and you really notice how you, how you don't feel or how mm-hmm. you feel now, yeah. it, it really kind of emphasizes how you do feel when you're in the practice. Yeah. So what are your goals, Mike? What are your goals for 2020 as we sit here? It's, uh, we're actually going to post this today. It's February 7th at 9.06. Well, perfect. <laughs> well, I have, I would say, it's, one of my goals is the voiceover school launch in the fall. Because I honestly, I, I really enjoyed the, the teaching aspect You're of things. You're so good at it. It's fun, especially something that I'm, I'm, I'm so comfortable with as far as information. You're a good teacher. Thank you. Um, I also have my third ever physique show. That's so exciting. in May. You're looking ripped. Like, well, thank holy. thank you. <laughs> Putting in some hard work with the 5 a.m. clubs and slowly dialing back the diet. You're you doing know, good, yeah. Taking away the, the guilty pleasures and stuff like that and what, trying to keep it to the weekend. Okay, what are your tips on that, though? Like, don't, you don't have to get into it because you're talking about your goals, but how, yeah. do, you, how do you do that? Uh, I honestly, I, sometimes I don't know because mm. self-discipline, <clears throat> I feel it just happens or it doesn't. Um, if the, if the, if the reason is there or the, or the, or the guidance or the, the inspiration is there, mm-hmm. like I tried, I've tried twice before this time right? where I just, I started training and I'm like, I'm going to do a show. You signed up. I signed up. Mm-hmm. I, I got the training, you know, signed up, everything like that. And then like weeks later, it's just like I'm mentally not you weren't I'm ready. Yeah. For some reason. And I posted this on an Instagram story recently where it's just like, I don't know where the inspiration came from, mm-hmm. but it came and it's, it's, it's hooked. Yeah. And when I'm in it, I'm in it. Yeah. And I, the cool thing, my goal for this show is I, I don't have the intention just to participate, but I, I feel like I'm going to win it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my goal. And it feels like, it feels so real. Wow. And so I'm excited to kind of share that journey and see where it goes. <laughs> Keep it tight. Keep it tight. <laughs> We we laugh because Mike will like do his practice posing it's, in the mirror. It's kind of awkward, right? Like when you're actually on stage, you got your shirt off, and keep there's people staring at you and then yelling you from the audience. Like, he told me I'm supposed to say, smile. "Keep it tight, smile, keep it tight, flex the shoulders a little more." Like you, because oh. you're seeing what the judges see, and I can't see myself, right. I, not in a mirror. But oh my gosh! So my goal: winning first place in my division. Yeah. In the in the physique show. Anime. I think if I was going to do a, a physique show, I think I would think to myself, like, have fun. Like, when you're on stage, like, consider it like a dance, almost. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like a dog show or like a, a horse horse show. You're just, like, plumping around. Look at my, look. Like, it's kind of funny. Oh, my gosh. It's, but, it but, is. But it's, it's truly, for me, it's like a sign. It's a, it's a, a public display of self-discipline. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. <laughs> um. 
but I get it. I, I get the process. Yeah. Um, and this time I want to, you know, I want to share the journey because it's interesting. It is. It is. It takes, it takes work. It does. It's like, and, and that's like we had Dean and Lee, your coach. Yeah. And sponsor. And sponsor here for a podcast. And, uh, you know, it, and what he said, it really like hit me because he's like, it, you know, once you do a show, you don't just find out that, oh yeah, you got a good body. It's like you, you find out what you're made of. And I think that's like so powerful because mm-hmm. he said it, it, you know, it spills out into every area of your life, which is like so cool. Yeah. So I just, I think it's so cool. And the other thing about the show that I think is really fascinating is it's an all natural show. Yeah. So, so there's, there's no drug users as far as like steroids. Yeah. Which nothing. I've, I've competed in those, like I've never, <laughs> I've never done steroids, mm-hmm. but I've competed in shows where it's non-tested mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm right up next to the the juice monkeys. Biggest juice monkeys next to mm-hmm. me and, and good for them because yeah. it still takes hard work. Yeah, of course. But that's that's just not my style. And yeah. I was still able, the first show I got fifth. Yeah. Out of 16 people. Yeah. When, yeah. Really cool. That's because he kept it tight, man. It's because I kept it tight. <laughs> and I'm smiling. I got good stage. <laughs> yeah, presence, the, but, you do. You yeah. do. But oh. so this is going to be neat because it is a tested show. And I just feel like, you know, after seeing recent winners, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm there. You and are so like there. I'm like so excited for you. So you've got your... Your show coming up, yes. and what else? Was that your first goal? Well, I mentioned the, the voiceover school Oh, right, launch, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not, it's a goal, but it's more of a plan. Yeah, the plan, right? yeah, because we know what's happening. Physique show, yeah. Okay, so so my next goal, and I'll, I'll call this my final one for this year. How, how many how many minutes are we at? Um, 33. Oh, good. Yeah, Great. We're doing good. Okay. Um, are we going to cut that? Nope. Okay. We're fine. Okay. Well, the kids will be done in 10 minutes. Yeah, so we're good. You're good. Um. My next goal, and this one's this one's been pretty, pretty recent. Like even in the last week or two, um, I've I've been doing a, some breath work mm-hmm. with a, a lady called Rebecca Kordecki, and we actually got her on the podcast, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, I took some of her classes back in the day and started doing some practice on my own, and found out that she does teacher training. And the, the more I did it, because um, I'm all about trying to like during the day. When you have energy slumps, because mm-hmm. I, I can tell when I'm in a in an uplifting, attractive state, right. and when I'm in a low vibrating, non beneficial state, mm-hmm. and I believe that you can completely have an impact. I believe in, in changing that. I believe that lots of it has to do with conditioning and body chemistry and stuff like that. But there are things you can do to lift that. Like for example, I do my open door push ups, or I do uh, Joe Dispenza has a really short seven minute breathing class or meditating or something like that where you just get your get your body moving right. and, and elevate your energy. One of the modalities that I've been learning is the breath work. And cool. so I'm actually going to learn how to teach breath work. And my goal is to probably within a month is to actually start teaching. Probably. Probably. <clears throat> I am. I am going to start teaching breath work. That's so exciting. And because it's it's really touched me in a way like I've been practicing and I've felt the results. Mm-hmm. I've noticed the results. I noticed the results. You're like, you know, you, you just have a confidence and a like energy around you that's really attractive and like nice. <laughs> and it's funny because it it clarity came through the breath work, right? Too, you know. So it was a combination of a lot of things. All the all the self work I do, but I'm gonna, I'm going to start teaching. I think you're going to be gonna such a good teacher. Try to get a practice going. Yeah, where I want to become like the Canadian 
breathwork guy. And, I love and it. Work with like sports teams or corporate. So cool. You know, uh, I think you're going to do so good with that. And it's funny because I took the breathwork training as well. Right. And just from like super honesty, it wasn't for me. So it's not for everybody. No, but it I is I love something. Rebecca. Like Rebecca is amazing. And I, I think it's such a great modality for many people. But I think because I have issues like with, with vertigo and lightheadedness that, you know, the the breathing over and over, it just like, it kind of scared me like to, to I didn't want to get lightheaded. Do you think there would ever be, ever be a point where you reach a certain level of, you know, your head doesn't bother oh, yeah. you try, Oh, you for try sure. It? It, oh, yeah, for just sure. Just more of a safety. Yeah, just not feeling comfortable, um, you know. Pushing doing it. in that way. Yeah, no, I would definitely try it. Like, but it's crazy because, you know, that's just my opinion and, and my um, experience. I do think it's healing. Like I had some some great uh, moments within the breath work, but I, I feel like the people that it it helps so many people, like it's mm-hmm. such a great thing. It's going to be the new thing. And that's why I'm excited it's for growing, you to get definitely. on it like now and become, you know, a teacher in it because, I mean, Rebecca's like She's all the, exploding it, all it the big guys like Tony Robbins and... Well, Joe Dispenza, Ed Milet, like they see the power of breathwork. Wim Hof, and then he's got Lewis Howes and mm-hmm. uh, Jesse Itzler going to Poland. Breathwork. The work, other cool thing with that is the cold immersion. Yeah. And and I'll probably play with some of that yes. in the training as well. Exactly. But it just goes to show how like the thought leaders of the world are incorporating breath work yeah. into their everyday. So that's going to be my thing. Yeah, it's cool. That's yeah. great. Great goals, great goals. Um, and who knows how we'll get there. Yeah, we we'll just, just go for it. Day by day. And it's hilarious because I think that might wrap up today because I can hear pitter-patter <laughs> upstairs. I, I just wanted to end with the, the fact Sorry. that like, we have these goals. Mm-hmm. You want to write a book. Mm-hmm. I want to win my show. You know, it has a bit of a plan mm-hmm. for the physique, but like for the for the practice, the breath work and the book, we don't really have a plan. Right, yeah. But these are goals that we are inspired to write. We wrote them down. Yeah. We made them real. And we're going to bring them to manifestation. Absolutely. How it happens, that's the fun part. Because we can leave that up to the universe. We don't need to know. Because if you know how it's going to go already, then you're living from experience. You're living in the past. I love when you I love when you say that because that's so true. I know that's from Joe Dispenza. Yeah. But uh, just you don't know what it's going to feel like because you shouldn't know yeah you shouldn't it's know a new, you want a new experience like yeah when you want to change you want something different you should not know how it's going to unfold mm-hmm. and if you're wasting energy trying, trying to imagine what and it's trying going to, to be control like, it exactly then you're limiting yeah the experience the that's, potential that's i mean i think that's a little uh, a key too for the mike and amanda method is like we don't try to control the outcome a lot Try of times yeah my mind my mind right you're always more always tells me you're more wanting I'm to very, control i'm very stuck in my head mm-hmm. in that sense that that's part of the healing work yeah but I, yeah i'm more um just you can it seems like you're the creative like architect that like you can see something not in existence yet to a degree mm-hmm. like I've, i feel like you have a very powerful vision and you go you go with it Mm-hmm. And I feel like immediately I try to, you know, ex- compartmentalize figure out, figure out how it's going to turn out. Yeah. This is how it's going to feel. This is what it's probably going to look like. Right. And then rationalize, well, should I even bother? Because it's not going to work out the way. Right. You know? Like, yeah. So it's just, so it's just not knowing, uh, being okay with not knowing what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like, um, how it's going to happen. It's like out of nothing and no thing, 
a way will be made, um, in the words of Michael Bernard Beckwith. And that's a foundational impact, like a foundational point of the Mike and Amanda method. Yeah. And so we're going to share with you through our stories, through interviewing, inspiring different entrepreneurial top level peak people Yeah. and their, and their stories with everything. Yeah. And just share that with you yeah. and how they did it, how we're doing it. And yeah, having fun with it. And the reason why we want to share is because we believe in you. And, you know, if you're listening to this right now, it's it's like we're wanting to like raise the consciousness of the planet in, in whatever way we can. So believe in yourself and, and make those goals for yourself and not know what's going to happen. But what do you want to achieve? What do you want to do in 2020? And we're really excited to have you on the journey with us because we're going to be interviewing really cool people that are doing some amazing things and, you know, changing the, the path in front of them. Like we've got Desiree uh, Dupuis Dupuis. on Tuesday and she's an incredible person. So, so join us and, and comment and be part of our, our tribe and let's, let's achieve these goals and, yeah. and self betterment together. Let's have some fun. Yes. Thank you guys so much for being with us. We'll catch you on the next episode. Yay. Hey, how is Paw Patrol? Are you guys done watching? Do you want to say something? What? Do you want to say something in the microphone? Whatever you want to. Thank you.